Milan Lucic as a Washington Capital? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Nick Dowd and the outlook after his surgery and where he will ultimately be next season. We'll talk about potential trade partners for Anthony Mantha. But just to get it going here, I'm going to go ahead and say it. What about Milan Lucic? As a Washington Capital, I know that this is crazy, and I normally wouldn't even entertain a thought like this. Uh, just to be, uh, you know, absolutely transparent, I do a lot of reading when I do this show. A lot of different articles on the Capitals, blog posts, videos, that kind of thing. And most of the time, when I see potential trades, it's things that are just crazy out there, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe the Caps could trade this player for Connor McDavid or that player for fill in the blank big name. You know, maybe they could trade this guy for Connor Bedard. Usually I just kind of pass by all of it. But I read a piece in the hockey writers about Milan Lucic and, you know, I'm not really for it. I do like his physical game. But one of the things that they brought up, and I know I've brought this up quite a bit on the show as of late, is if say something crazy happens, say Brian McClellan is tempted with an offer to trade Tom Wilson. And I know everyone's like, he's not, it's not going to happen. Brian McClellan said he's not going to trade Tom Wilson. Didn't you listen? Well, of course, he's not going to say, you know, I am kind of shopping Tom Wilson. It's funny that you guys bring that up. I'm, I, I was thinking about doing that. That's not how things like this work. All of a sudden, they happen. Uh, you take that into consideration, plus the fact that Tom Wilson said, stranger things have happened, that kind of thing. So, where does it all emanate from, ultimately, this whole chatter of trading Tom Wilson? He has one of the most values on the team. Uh, you could trade Nick Backstrom, but maybe that would have been a good deal three, four years ago. TJ Oshie, maybe three, four years ago. Let's face it, both of those players have seen a decline. Who still has great value on this team and is due to be an unrestricted free agent here within the near future? Tom Wilson, who let's face it, there's not another team in all of the NHL that would not love to have Tom Wilson. So the reason I enter, even entertain talking about this is because of the possibility. Say they do trade someone like Tom Wilson. Would someone like Milan Lucic be a good player to fill in? Yes, he would. He brings some of the same things that um, Tom Wilson brings, not the same goal score, that kind of thing. But say potentially they do it. He brings a physicality. Tom Wilson and Evgeny Kuznetsov are two big names that have been involved in trade rumors ever since the end of the capital season with nothing happening as of yet. Their futures are still up in the air. Up in the air. If the Caps are leaning towards moving on from Tom Wilson... They are getting rid of the most physical player they've had in years. Again, this piece in the hockey writers, they talk about it. 
And it is a bit interesting. If they ultimately decide to move on, they will need a player that can utilize in their bottom six that can throw hits and make the team scarier to play against. A pending unrestricted free agent that fits the bill is Milan Lucic, who while still he hasn't been playing great offensively over the last couple of seasons, remains one of the hardest hitting players in the NHL. So uh, again, I understand that a Milan Lucic and Tom Wilson trade is not an apples for apples comparison. I get that, right? But if they do in fact plan on trading him, they are going to need uh, to fill that gap with a big physical presence. And I think that Tom Wilson would fit the bill uh, just fine. Again, I don't want them to trade Tom Wilson. Don't get me wrong, but uh, if they do plan on doing it, they are going to need another guy to fill the void, at least physically. Lucic is a 34-year-old left shot forward from Vancouver, British Columbia. He was selected in the second round of the 2006 NHL entry draft by the Boston Bruins at 50th overall after a really strong showing in the Western Hockey League. Playing for Vancouver Giants during his draft year while he scored nine goals and added 10 assists for 19 points through 62 games, but was the most physical player the WHL had seen in years. And if you've seen Milan Lucic play, that's, you know, one of his things. He's a tough guy. He likes to, you know, just smash people into the boards. That's one of the things that he's known for. Um, so, in, you know, of course, you know, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here. I don't want them to, to, to move on from Tom Wilson, of course. But if they do, for some crazy reason, I do think that they need to consider a physical presence. I mean, what was one of the things that we noticed with Wilson out of the lineup was a lack of a physical game. And the first game that the Caps played against the Senators, the Senators had their way with the Caps, and Garnet Hathaway was just kind of throwing punches with both hands, trying to fend off all the Sens, players that wanted a piece of this Caps team without Tom Wilson. It's not a good position for the Capitals to be in. And, uh, you know, they, la they lost Garnet Hathaway. There are not a lot of tough guys, I will put in quotes, left on this team. You know, you could say that Beck Malenstein could, you know, be that guy next season. And, and he could be, but you don't need just one guy that brings a physical presence. Um, so Beck Malenstein would definitely be a guy like that. But there is not another Garnet Hathaway there. You know, you remove Tom Wilson from the equation. This team would definitely you uh, lose a big part of their physical game, their aggressiveness, their intimidation factor. So that is even why I'm even entertaining, even talking about this. Um, you know, and that is one of the things that they will have to consider. But what would it cost for the Capitals? Lucic isn't looking at a raise, but will be paid above the league minimum. I would expect him to be uh, brought in and signed to a short-term one to two-year deal worth $975,000 to $1.5 a season. He's coming off a massive contract he signed with the Oilers that looks awful now, but he's not a bad player because of that. Just slightly overpaid. Um, again, they would be losing a big step if they lost someone like Tom Wilson. Don't get me wrong. I don't want this to happen. I don't want to hear anything on Twitter saying that, you know, the host of Locked On Capitals, Dan, wants the Caps to move on from Tom Wilson for Milan Lucic. I'm just coming up with a contingency plan. In the event that that does happen, 
the capitals should be prepared. I want them to be prepared. And it doesn't hurt to know what all your options are to have your nuclear codes ready in the event that you need them. Um, not to use too much hyperbole here, but I, I, you know, I do want this team to be successful for years to come. And, uh, you know, planning is the best option oftentimes. All right. So coming up after the break here, we will talk about potential trade partners for Anthony Mantha. Who would that team possibly be? We'll talk about that when Locked On Capitals continues. Our next partner is Bird Dogs. And let me tell you one thing. I love Bird Dogs. Why do I love them? Because, you know, you can go ahead and if you're a guy, you can take those cargo shorts that you've, uh, you know, owned for the longest period of time and throw them in the garbage. Uh, why? Because they're boxy. They don't make you look good. Bird dogs, not only do they make you look good, they are comfortable as well. And let's face it, women oftentimes wear comfortable clothes. Why can't guys wear comfortable clothes as well? That is why you need bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff restriction cotton. So that is what you guys need out there is bird dogs. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and enter promo code locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube, as I have a lot of great guests lined up for you this summer. Not to mention, I got you guys covered with the draft and free agency. So subscribe to Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we will talk about potential trade partners for Anthony Mantha. There's been talk about out there about how they should buy him out. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I am not for buying Anthony Mantha out. Uh, I just don't think, uh, you know, that is money that's going to be tied up for a player that you're not uh, having on the ice. So one potential partner, the biggest one would be the Montreal Canadiens. Um, this was a piece here in the Hockey Writers as well. They were talking about a Mantha for our Mia trade. The Habs have been busy offseason ahead of GM. Kent Hughes need to make a difficult decision on who stays and who goes, all with an eye, not just to next season, but three seasons from now. Part of that planning ahead will include managing the salary cap while also using the salary cap space at the at hand for the upcoming 23-24 season. So, one of the things that they need to do is they're they're up against the cap. They have a lot of money out, kind of like the Caps. The Habs are going to add a high-quality prospect with fifth overall pick in the 2023 draft, but that player will not be expected to play in the NHL for at least one season, but to make a difference for this coming season and make an impact uh, on the salary cap structure, Hughes could use the opportunity to be active in the trade market. His cap space can be an asset that could be used to help another team as well as the Habs. Finding unwanted players who support or insulate the young core players seen in the underside, such as Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. So 
That is kind of the playing field for the Habs. Moving on, the Caps' 22-23 season was a letdown in the NHL due to injuries uh, due to several of their core players. Forwards Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson missed the first half of the season. John Carlson missed 42 games after being struck in the head with a slap shot on December 23rd, 2022. They didn't ice uh, their, their group of Backstrom, Carlson, and Wilson and Ovechkin together in a game until the end of the season. Next season, they expect to have better luck, but the Canadians know what that hope feels like. The hope of it's going to be next year. And, you know, we're going to be better next year, next year, next year. Um, so, you know, could there potentially be a partner in the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Capitals? Part of the preparation for the Caps is to restructure their roster and salary cap. That includes their desire to move Anthony Mantha. His time in America's capital has not gone according to plan. Brought in in the 2021 NHL trade deadline exchange for Verona and to the Red Wings, they had hoped to add size to their top six, yet he couldn't fill that role or find his game with Washington. But that is something he takes full responsibility for. So the difficult pres- uh, you know, position that the Caps are in, and Frank Saravalli of the Daily Faceoff brought this up. Due to all of this, Washington wants to move the 28-year-old winger who has one year left at 5.7 mil. The Caps have let teams know they are ready to move Mantha. Saravalli went on to say they're likely going to have to attach a sweetener to that deal. And I talked about this a little bit earlier in the week that I don't want them to give up on prospects. Hughes can use his cap space to, to make a move to add assets while while also offloading unwanted contracts. The Canadians and Capitals are a good trade fit. The Habs are looking to move on from Joel Armia, but also could find a way to have a prospect or a top 60 pick added to the deal that involves Hughes taking Mantha's contract. I I, I don't want that. If there's a contract where we can move Anthony Mantha, that's fine. I don't want to add a prospect to that list. That is this piece in the hockey writers, what they're talking about. Uh, But that is what's being spoke of out there. Would Armia be a good fit for the Caps? Armia has two years remaining at 3.4 mil. He provides a similar style at a more reasonable cap hit for the Caps. His offensive production is similar to Mantha's, and Armia has a better pedigree in the playoffs. He can be replaced on the roster with much less expensive in a young player. Um, So, I don't know. It's just something to consider. This is the offseason. How do we make this team better? And they're comparable that they're making to the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens. Is there a team that's going to be better next year? Nope, next year, next year. I don't want the Capitals to wander out in the wilderness for the next few years until... Uh, you know, Alex Ovechkin hangs up the skates. I just don't. I think they need to address it now. Um, I want this team to be competitive next season. If they need to make a deal and send someone like Anthony Mantha up to the Habs in return for someone like an Armia, um, I just, I, the sweetener part that Frank Saravalli brings up is the part that has me concerned. Um, I saw how kind of crazy the talk was when the talk was about the Capitals trying to go all in on Chikrin uh, during um, the trade deadline and there was talk of Connor McMichael or perhaps Hendrick Slapierre being a part of that you know I think that um there is a certain desperation a certain thirstiness in uh Brian McClellan to make this team better right away but you need to gain focus you need to sit back and make prudent decisions I don't want him to go out and you know give up the farm in favor of this player that ostensibly could be help this caps team next year if there's an upgrade fine if they can you know bundle mantha and another player for a depth piece that's fine 
get Mantha's contract off the books by bundling him together or someone that is not a top grade player. You know, if they end up getting a fourth liner for Mantha and another player, that's fine. I don't want to shoot for the stars by trading Anthony Mantha and Hendrix Lapierre or Connor McMichael or Vinny Iorio, uh, you know, Ethan Frank, one of those. Uh, I just don't think that's the right idea. But this is what's being spoke of out in the Twitter sphere. This is the hockey writers talking about it. Again, I comb through a lot of different things for this show for you. Hearing what people are talking about, what potential moves could be made. This is what's being spoke of. Some of them are really crazy. The one like the Milan Lucic, which I spoke of in the previous segment. And this one, um, you know, they're not as crazy. I don't know if I'd be all in on either of these deals, but that's what's being spoke of. All right, so coming up after the break here, we know that Nick Dowd is an important part of the fourth line. We know he had a core procedure done. What is the outlook for him? We'll talk about that when Locked On Capitals continues. Buying tickets to events around you doesn't need to be stressful. Let's face it, it's the summer you want to make the most of those opportunities. Event comes to your area. And guess what happens? You can't find tickets. That is why you need game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped over the fun that you'll have. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So one of the players that we know that is important to this team is Nick Dowd. Before on the fourth line, it was Garnet Hathaway and Carl Hagelin, but we know Hagelin's probably out of the mix. We know Hathaway got dealt out to Boston. Um, so what is the identity of the fourth line and how important is it? We saw Connor Sherry down there. We've seen Alexi Protus down there. We've seen Beck Malenstein down there. Nick Dowd holds down that fourth line regardless of who he plays with. So suffices to say, he is an important part of this team. And uh, as we heard from Mac after the season about a procedure that Nick Dowd had to have done, uh, what is the outlook for him? Washington Capitals forward Nick Dowd has undergone a core surgery, GM Brian McClellan said. McClellan told reporters on the side of Carberry's press conference that Dowd had the procedure this summer to address an issue he was dealing with toward the end of the regular season. He will be ready for the start of training camp. Let's breathe a sigh of release, Caps fans. Nick Dowd, fourth liner, big name, um, you know, is going to be good to go, according to general manager Brian McClellan. That is the great news. Dowd did not play the final three games of the regular season due to an injury and also missed significant time earlier in the year with an upper body injury. He finished with a career-high 13 goals and 25 points in 60 five games. A big piece for this team. The 33-year-old mentioned that surgery would be a possibility after dealing with some injuries to close out the 22-23 campaign where the Caps missed out on the postseason for the first time 
in nine years. That piece in the hockey news. So great news for the Caps as Nick Dowd will be back. Uh, there was rumblings out there, as we know, he missed the final couple games of the season. What what was wrong with him? We didn't know, and oftentimes they don't disclose what is wrong until the season is over. As it turns out, he had a core procedure done, but according to GM Brian McClellan, he is good to go. And as Caps fans, that is really great news. Again, we, we, what we need to talk about here coming up is who's going to be on the fourth line with him. Uh, Connor Sherry, you know, appears to be on the move. Uh, Carl Hagelin appears to play have played his last game as a capital. Beck Malenstein, of course, would be an option. Otherwise, there is a player, uh, you know, that potentially could be down in Hershey or they could make a trade during free agency to help solidify that. Alexi Protus, another option there. So there are options that, you know, Brian McClellan and Spencer Carberry have at their disposal to help solidify that fourth line. There's going to be a lot of changes. Let's face it, Caps fans, this offseason, the biggest one that was taken care of was Spencer Carberry. After that, it's his assistants. And then filling out this roster. What ultimately is this Caps roster going to look like? A lot of exciting questions, and this summer is fixing to be one that is going to be remembered for years to come in this training camp, you know, to, considering how the Caps are doing in the Calder Cup and what player is going to rise to the surface there, Connor McMichael, is fixing to be a, a really great season and a great training camp. So a great time, an exciting time to be a Caps fan. All right, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, we've got you covered at Locked On. There's Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards. Also, if you're following the Stanley Cup, make sure and follow Locked On NHL. All of these podcasts available on your podcatcher of choice and on YouTube. All right, my name is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'll talk to you again next time.